the voice of reason, the voice of alarm, the voice of stats, the voice of scouts, the voice of Kool-Aid, the voice of dismay, the voice of Davo. Well, it's a shame that our player of the game tonight isn't Alcides Escobar, although he'd be a great pick, obviously, at three for four with a run and an RBI. And our player of the game is not Mike Moustakis either, who drove in a run and had two hits. No, our player of the game is a slam dunk tonight for Joe Blanton, who outpitches Felix freaking Hernandez as it's Devo on your dish right here on Clubhouse Conversation. Who saw this game coming? Isn't the game of baseball great? We're glad you're along. We're going to break down the next two games against the Seattle Mariners, kicking off this nine-game road trip in style tonight. We're the Royals. But first, let's thoroughly enjoy breaking this game down. Joe Blanton, our player of the game. And, I mean, on paper, even the most diehard Kool-Aid-drinking Royals fan with the blue goggles on, realistically, how many Royals fans truly deep down believe the Royals would win this game tonight? Of course it's possible. Of course there's a 35% chance-ish on paper that the Royals win this game. They're the better team than the Mariners for sure. But Seattle with a huge pitching advantage with the former Cy Young Award winner Felix Hernandez, the guy who came in with 10 wins, an ERA of 3-1 against Joe Blanton, who's been great as well. Great, Another great find for the Royals. But did anybody actually expect Joe Blanton coming off five innings and one run to outpitch Felix Hernandez in the fashion and the manner that he did? I mean, some Royals fans could say, oh, I knew they'd win. Would you have put money on it? Didn't think so. Joe Blanton, though. We can't talk enough about him. This is one of my favorite games of the year so far. Right up there with the Oakland game when the Royals came back from behind and the famous Brett Laurie Sunday afternoon game. This is right up there with that. Right up with some of those wins over Detroit. You know, seeing Danny Duffy mow him down. Seeing Jeremy Guthrie with a great outing. Right up there with those ones as well. I mean, to me, this is maybe the most unexpected win of the year. Joe Blanton, you were amazing tonight. Six-plus innings for Joe Blanton, allowing just one run, the solo shot by Robbie Cano in the first inning, just one run on two hits. The other hit, the last batter he faced there in the bottom of the seventh inning, which was Austin Jackson who hit the double. Let's repeat, six-plus innings, one run, two hits, seven Ks and no walks. Joe Blanton, seven Ks and no walks. Now 2-0 with the 1.73 ERA. Bravo to Blanton, to Nettios, to Dave Island, and especially to Dayton Moore and the brass of the Royals. I mean, <laughs> executive of the, of the year should be won this year by Dayton Moore, assuming the Royals win the division to make a, a pretty decent playoff run. Just for the fact of the genius pitching he's pulled in. Some people would call it the quote-unquote scrap heap. Some would call it, uh, you know, quote-unquote reaching. Doesn't look like it. Looks like Dayton Moore and company are geniuses. Chris Young, first of all, somehow was still there for the Royals in early March to pluck up, and they did. Ryan Matson, who could be in his own right the comeback player of the year this year. Joe Blanton? And even to a smaller degree, Johan Pino, who was very good for the Royals before his last start. Those are just four guys right there that are picked up off the quote-unquote scrap heap, and they've turned into major you know, contributors for this Royals team, which now goes back to 13 over 500 at 40 and 27. Three and a half ahead of the Twins, five and a half ahead of Detroit. Blanton, let's talk about him a little bit more. He was so good. 80 pitches, 51 strikes, and why was he so good? Well, of course, number one, fastball command. Number two, the breaking ball was sick tonight. Lots of depth to that. And when you go back and look at this game the first couple of innings, 
didn't you kind of hope he would go five innings, two or three runs? based on the first couple of innings. First of all, Robbie Cano, just his third home run of the year, and no doubt shot the first. And then a couple of warning track slash to the fence fly balls that were caught by Alex Rios and Alex Gordon, respectively. In that second inning, Seth Smith hit one. Mark Trumbo hit a shot. And you thought, wow, he's getting a little lucky. He's already given up a solo shot. Two more balls that could have been home runs. Uh Uh-oh. That was it, though. He slammed the door. At one point, retired 16 Mariners in a row. Think about that for a second. 16 in a row. And then when he did get in trouble in that bomb of the seventh, when he gave up the leadoff double to Austin Jackson, Kelvin Herrera came in. HDH were at an all-time, well, not all-time, but at their vintage filthiness tonight. And we'll break down their numbers for the night in a second. But Austin Jackson at second, nobody out. You think, okay, the Royals are ahead 4-1. to one. Let's just give them this run. Let's go into the eighth 4-2. to two. We'll give up the run to get out of this inning. And then we're down to six outs with, you know, Davis and Holland. That's what you think, right? Especially after Kelvin Herrera bounces, you know, bounces a changeup and allows Jackson to run to third with Robbie Cano up. Nope. Robinson Cano strikes out. Dustin Ackley, who comes on for Nelson Cruz, who as of recording time, we still don't know what happened. I'm assuming either a sickness or injury. I do wish Cruz the best. He's having a hell of a year, hell of a player. Cruz, you know, Ackley hitting for him strikes out. And then Kyle Seeger, a little looping liner to Alex Gordon in the left. Kelvin Herrera bails him out. That shut the door. That was all that they wrote, especially with Wade Davis, as filthy as we've seen him this year. And that's saying something. The guy now has an 029 ERA. 029 ERA for Wade Davis. One, two, three in the eighth, but two Ks. Greg Holland, the velocity back up to 95, according to the Safeco Field gun. Who knows if that's an accurate reading or not, but either way, very good sign, especially when you look at the results. Two Ks in his ninth, allowing one walk, which is a very iffy call by the home plate umpire, in my estimation, Marvin Hudson. Uh, but he looked great. His 14th save now has a 2.95 ERA. Altogether, the Royals bullpen tonight, just as good as Blanton. Three innings. No hits, six Ks, one walk. For the night, the Royals, 13 Ks and one walk. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not going to deny it. I mean, seriously. I mean, I know the Mariners struggle to score runs, or a lot more than they should at least, but that's a good lineup. And the Royals just were not fair tonight. And we told you coming in that Lloyd McClendon's made it very much not fun for Seattle. Talking to my friend who does cover that team inside and out says, not a happy clubhouse, not many of the players like McClendon, blah, blah, blah. And maybe that's a part of it. Who cares? Royals looked great tonight. Pitching was awesome. And now I'm going to enjoy talking about the Royals offense tonight, too. We talked about Alcides Escobar, who on 90% of nights would have been a slam dunk player of the game. Three hits, a run, and an RBI, as we told you in the open in this one. Driving in, you know, the runs up the middle, the base hits. And I mean, the Royals dinged Felix Hernandez the most they ever have. Four runs off of Felix and six and two-thirds. Royals got nine hits. That's a high. He struck out five and allowed one walk. Moose, a ball that was hammered, I believe, uh, what, 98 miles an hour, according to the TV broadcast, off the right field fence. Jovaneski and Sally Perez got the Royals started there. And, and what have the Royals done all year, we always talk about, when they get down? They come right back in that next half inning and either tie the game or take a lead. Uh, like, God, it's it, it, it's happened double digit times this year. I need, I need to find that stat. I, it's got to have happened 10 times this year, at least. 
And that's not an exaggeration. The very next half inning, the Royals come back and tie it or take the lead. That's happened 10-plus times this year. Did it again. Salvia Perez, a line drive double after a nice at-bat against Felix Hernandez. Worked the full count there. And then gets in. Alex Rios, base knock, goes to second on an ill-advised throw that was was not cut off. And then Omar Infante drives him in. That was two runs, and that's all the Royals would need, as it turned out. 40-27 and 27 are the Royals after Joe Blanton and the Royals' bullpen completely made the Mariners look silly. 40-27 and 27 are the Royals after, I mean, gosh, isn't four runs and six and two-thirds almost lighting Felix Hernandez up? I mean, no, I know. They would give up, what, eight runs in the third of an inning earlier this year. But essentially, the I mean, that's pretty much lighting him up. Four runs and six and two-thirds, man. The Royals three and a half ahead of Minnesota, five and a half ahead of Detroit. And we told you coming in, we, we wanted five and four on this road trip. Well, one and oh is a nice way. I, I did not think the Royals would get this game. I did like them and I still do like them in the next two games, though. And let's go through them. Jeremy Guthrie and, of course, you know all about Mike Montgomery. That's tomorrow's matchup. Guthrie, a 5-5-5 ERA. Check out that New York, you know, 11 inning or 11 run and the one plus inning. His ERA goes on like a full run. So Jeremy Guthrie's been really good outside of that game. And again, you can't just take out games. I understand that. But just to illustrate a point, Guthrie and Mike Montgomery, the former Royals farmhand, uh, once a top prospect along with John Lamb and Chris Dwyer and some of those lefties that were coming up back in the day. Of course, Jake Odorizzi was a right-hander, part of that group that was coming up through the system. And of course, went with Odorizzi to the Rays with Will Myers and that trade that netted the Royals. Uh, well, you know, James Shields, Wade Davis, Elliot Johnson. People remember him. He came over too. But now Guthrie coming off two-run ball at Milwaukee in six innings. And the Royals have never seen Mike Montgomery. I mean, the lefty, you know all about him. Keeps the ball down, pitches fast, good control. Uh, It's been better than I thought he would be in the major league so far. Is coming off his quote-unquote roughest outing. Four runs against the Giants and seven and a third. But hardly, hardly call that a rough outing. James Paxton went on the DL a while back, about what well, I guess about two and a half weeks ago, and that's who Mike Montgomery replaced. Royals will see him for the first time. It'll be interesting to see how they do. I got a feeling the Royals are going to light him up tomorrow. Just a hunch. Just, just something about tomorrow night's game says blowout to me. I, I thought the Royals are going to win tomorrow easy. And I can be totally wrong because I also thought that the Royals would lose, you know, five to two tonight or four to nothing or six to three. I thought the Royals would lose tonight for sure. So I could easily be wrong. It's baseball. But I just uh, just a hunch. I like the Royals big tonight, uh, tomorrow night. And then you've got Danny Duffy and Rowenis Elias. I want to make sure I say that right. Rowenis. No, Rowenis. There we go. Rowenis Elias. Got the Seattle media guy here. I wanted to make sure I got that right. Elias is four and four with a three, five, six. Duffy. I don't know. Kind of throw out his stats. Hasn't started a game since May 16th. It's been what going on a month and uh, not five, not quite a month and a half, but five weeks now. Duffy has a five eight seven. Does have a one eight six and in, in two career starts against Seattle. Elias against the Royals all time has a three oh nine. So both guys have been good against each other's teams. Elias K'd 10 Astros on Friday, two runs on four hits and seven innings. So the Royals see two lefties the next two nights. I just feel like I mean, we said coming in two out of three in this series. I feel like the Royals at this point really need to get two out of three in this series. There's no must wins, and it's on the road. You know, you break the road games, especially down by road trips, more than series. I mean, five and four is awesome on this road trip. 
maybe six and three if you want to get real greedy because there are a couple of teams under 500 with Oakland and Seattle and a semi unproven team in Houston although I'm starting to think Houston's legit I still don't think Minnesota is but that remains to be seen so I mean you know five and four I think if you're at home you expect six and three in this nine game stretch but five and four on the road you get that first game you just got to find a way to split these next two I do think the Royals could sweep this this series though I like them a lot tomorrow and I like them just barely on Wednesday, just just you know, depends on what Danny Duffy shows up, and then the Royals have an off day on Thursday before heading to Oakland. So that's about it for tonight. Just a fantastic way to start this nine game, ten day road trip. And if you look ahead, by the way, when the Royals get home, they're going to be home. I believe they only have, I think it's six road games the entire month of July with the All Star break mixed in. They are home forever, like a two week homestand. So you do some damage in this road trip. You go five and four, six and three. Let's just say you go six and three for the hell of it. Let's just say you roll through these two teams and catch Houston on their downfall. Let's just play devil's advocate with the blue glasses on for a second. You go like six and three on this road trip. You can really do some damage before the All Star break when you come home starting that homestand. You really can. The Royals are in good shape right now. Just keep winning ball games. Just quit, you know, keep stockpiling wins while you're hot and minimize the losing streak, which the Royals, for the most part, have obviously done so far this year. So that's it for tomorrow. We'll talk to you again tomorrow on Clubhouse Conversation. Also be looking for our chat with uh, former Royal Dusty Hughes. We'll publish that tomorrow. Very good chat with him. And then also coming up later in the week, knock on wood, we have the Royals, one of their first-round picks coming up here on Clubhouse Conversation. Have a great night.